0: hello beautiful people good morning god bless you all you're most welcome to today's edition of marriage diet with festus flourish today is the sixth day of the month of march 2021 god bless you all you are most welcome all right it's a saturday and as usual we talk about sex in marriage and for the fact that uh, we've been taking the question and answer series for quite some time now, we are just going to just take up the question that is sexually related, and uh, just use it to cover up for the sexual topic we usually have every week. And this is really intentional, anyway, um, so that um, we, we, we can just uh, you know carry ourselves along and not leave. Out of it, I mean, weekend out of it, talking about sex. I know a lot of persons usually look forward to the sexual talk every weekend. I, I've been receiving quite a good number of messages, people commending and um, are happy that uh, the sexual talk every weekend has really helped them a great deal. Glory be to God, glory be to God. I know this is really difficult. Um, I mean, in churches today, it's really pretty really difficult talking about this. Uh, maybe because of the missed multitude or whatever it is, or the people that are to talk about it um, just don't have the will or the, uh, when I say the right skill to talk about it. Sometimes you just shy away from it. Um, a few days ago, one of our students online was talking about uh, the sex um, as something to talk about in marriage, and she couldn't even make mention of the word sex. And she has to use the word. Uh, when couples begin to do that thing, I say, No, That that's just the general mentality. People just view sex as a taboo. Please, I think I will have to start from there this evening. See, sex in marriage is sacred. That the devil has made something else out of it doesn't mean it's, it's not sacred. In fact, it's a gift from God. And you know what the devil does? He will always want to give you a different picture out of it, perverse it and make you embrace the perverse one and of course also make you believe that it's altogether wrong so that we don't learn what we need to learn and of course it will hide behind the ignorance and begin to use it to perpetuate whatever evil uh, that there is to perpetuate and of course that's the reason why a lot of couples usually have uh, sexual challenges and uh, it's been breaking up dealing and uh, affecting a lot of marriages out there. So please, let's change our mindset about sex. We've got to talk about it. Tango people are following it. People are learning from this and they are appreciating what we are doing. Okay, so we have a question. And uh, hey, friends, this question is from a man. For the first time, we have a man asking a question. It's anonymous anyway, but I knew straight away. As I saw the question, I knew straight away that this question is coming in from a man. I mean he said look at the question said my wife does not believe in innovative sex so that was how I just knew that this is a man my wife I take that again my wife does not believe in innovative sex in fact she feels it is wrong to even talk about sex rather couples should act sex time spent in talking about sex should have been used to pray so it is immoral and carnality to talk about sex when there are other spiritual things to be done apostle please advise us because i know she follows your teachings on a daily basis give us a clear mind about this matter wow wow wow, a clear mind you're looking for all right give us a clear mind about this matter okay let's clear the air what a good question and of course I want to appreciate the man who asked this question for the first time that that's good and I know a lot of men usually follow a weekend brokers you know you know why your guess is as good as mine a very good question now honestly with this kind of attitude from a woman like this Um, It just goes to underscore the need to have more of sexual education or sexual talk in Christendom and in Christian circle. Honestly, I I wouldn't blame, honestly, I wouldn't blame her. My sister, please, I know you will be listening to me hearing this because your husband said, you usually follow me. I, I won't blame you at all. It's the system. The system that brought about where we are today, I mean the systems of our fathers and our mothers, would definitely make you to make this kind of statement. Honestly. Would definitely make you to make this kind of statement because sexuality to our fathers and our mothers was just this one-sided, one-way traffic. Is the man that caused the short. Is the man that has a right over sex. The woman does not For the woman, the definition of sex is just for procreation okay she just lies down there and uh, the man has all the fun for the man is for fun for the woman just to have babies i mean console yourself well enough if you have children and if you do beautiful fine you don't have right pleasure for the woman, no, it's not pleasure. And so, for a woman like this, looking at that kind of setup, father and mother, women were never allowed to talk about you know their pleasure in sex, it was all about the man. Yes, you can imagine why this kind of a woman would make this kind of statement as well. And then to also understand that even in Christianity. Having this kind of person give her life to Christ, going through the rudimental aspect of the church, talking about uh, some of time you hear about workers in training, you talk about uh, is this on the school they call it now or foundational classes? You know we have different names for it in different churches. Now you would agree with me that there is no single chapter or an aspect of such training that is devoted to sexuality. It's difficult I, I mean I, I doubt I doubt if there's an aspect of such a training maybe a topic that will talk about sex in marriage I doubt I, I mean I, I can be taken on on this I might be right or be wrong but I doubt it I doubt it yeah we can talk about family and marital issues but to talk about sex as a topic in a foundational class oh no 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 it's a scene and now these people will grow up that from that angle. They will have a lot of myths about sex. They will believe in this myth. And they're gonna dwell on that for a very long time, even as singles. Okay? And uh, of course, you know there's no vacuum in nature, so you have their other colleagues, friends teaching them, the young believers. I remember how a young man those days were quite younger. Of course everybody knew then I wasn't messing up myself and I had not even had any sexual experience at that time. So this young man called me and said, you said you don't want to have sex with a girl. When it's time for you to marry, how would you know how to do the thing? How would you know how to do it? I think maybe I was just 15 or there about at that time. I said, I don't know, but when when I get to that bridge, I will cross it. Did I get to that bridge? Did I cross it? Yes, I did. But you can imagine that was a kind of influence. It wasn't being thought in the church, but somebody was teaching me somehow that I stood my ground. So this is where we often miss it. Now I'm not just answering the question yet. I just want to draw an inference from where sometimes all these things will often happen. And of course that we inform this kind of you know conclusion or have somebody think along this way if i just tell you oh it's wrong blah blah i mean no, no 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 so that if you are in this woman's shoes yeah i could possibly have some other people who are in this woman's shoes so you know that i'm not condemning you that's what i said at the beginning is the system the system has never really given us this freedom opportunity to learn what we need to learn okay so as i was saying at the end of the day she eventually as a single you know gets into a relationship all right don't even think it always oh, it's fornication. yeah we understand okay but i mean even the singles they have the right to i mean in secondary school this day we talk about sexual education to an extent, they have the right to know about themselves sexually Again, don't talk about these things. It will be pro-carnality, all right? Now, it would have been right for you to tell these people, but also tell them the consequences. I was telling my students um, at the advanced level faculty today, I said, look, it's been a long time. I don't do that again. When you tell singles, um, young people, sex is a sin. In fact, that will even be the last thing I will tell them. When I want to condemn sex, I would rather tell them the consequences of premarital sex than just telling them it's a sin. Because these days, people no longer, if you will not tell them it's a sin, they'll go and do it. You know, it's, it's, it's a human nature. Let me put it that way. God told Adam, don't eat of this particular tree. The one God said he should not eat the tree of life. He, uh, rather, the one God didn't say anything about the tree of life. He didn't go there. But the one God said, don't eat That was the one he ate. It's a human nature. Don't commit sin. That's where they will go. And that's why a lot of singles are committing uh, sexual immorality to the premarital sex because all we told them was that sex was a sin. We didn't tell them the consequences, we didn't tell them the spiritual implications. The when two people join themselves together is beyond the body contact. The two souls are joined together, the two spirits are joined together. If we tell them the consequences, beyond unwanted pregnancy, at least somebody will think that this act, though it could last for 30 minutes, it could last for one hour will definitely have repercussion futuristic repercussion We we'll definitely have a way We we'll take a toll on them and so that will get them thinking and then to now begin to tell them it's a sin they will appreciate it and understand so that's the system the system gave us sex and made us see sex from a different point of view that is entirely of the devil and then that person goes through all of this becomes married and uh, we just go through that monotonous way of ma- i'm even sure even the wedding night it was more of uh, you know one way maybe they will have to pray first i just imagine anyway <laughs> for this woman who acts uh, the husband asks this question maybe you have to uh, do uh, and bind the devil first my husband wait first. Let, let's bind you know sex Hey, this kind of thing, you know, let's bind away the carnality behind sex, let us pray every demon that we want to uh, take this sexual art in a carnal way, or want to harvest glory, we bind, we lose, in Jesus' name, amen oh, yeah. prayer number two, let us pray that as we have sex tonight that uh, at the end of the day, we will not start uh, uh, becoming carnal in our minds we will not uh, start thinking of I pray, and they will start praying. Oh, you demon... Yeah, uh, because the system told us that sex is evil, that sex is not of the Lord, and that is what will make a woman think this way. But I may bold to say this: sex is a gift from God. It's God designed, it's God designed to bring two persons together to mimic the relationship between Christ and the church and you've got to understand that sex is energy in transmission and when two persons join themselves together they bring about creation not just physical creation even spiritual creation and so it's deeper than what we think but however should we even consider innovations or innovative sex as it is as this question is and of course this couple they already have an issue about whether to believe in it or not then my friend, I will also tell us why would God number one devote an entire book of the Bible to sexuality? And that is Songs of Solomon. Everything about the Songs of Solomon is about the expression of love, how be with sexual connotations with sexual expressions okay you talked about you know asking the beloved to come to the garden to eat of the good fruits of the garden i was talking about sex now that book was just being coded i mean look at the 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 rhymes and the reading behind the the write-up okay changing at one time it was about the garden at another time they describe the beautiful fruits another time we de- de- uh, describe a ravishing Let letter love ravish you if love is ravishing it means that it's something that is renewed it means it's something that is tasteful it means it's something that is innovative because you are not just being stuck with one dogmatic way of doing it you are it's, it's ravishing it's, it's changing it's evolving something is new coming out of it and if you read that entire book of the Sons of Solomon, you, you just see the way the author was able to take it from when um, she was searching for the beloved to eventually, in chapter 4, when they begin to talk about sex and all that. And that's innovation. So if God is it can be that innovative about what sex is, why is it that we as human, we are finding it difficult to understand that What you don't spice up generally in life becomes stale, becomes uninteresting. And that's even the reason why even in church, we go to church, we try to spice things up. We try to, you know, um, if, if, to even singing songs, We don't use the same song over and over again. Even the ones that are very, very holy, 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 you check, you won't sing uh, to God be the glory every Sunday. What happens next Sunday? You take another song. Uh, What happens? The scripture you take today is not the scripture you are going to take next Sunday. You see, that's the change. That's the newness things keep changing and so it's absolutely nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong when you have innovative sex it's part of the changing and the dynamism behind sex and of course it gives it a different outlook and makes it so interesting and inviting don't forget please friends listen the way the man views sex is different from the way the woman views sex to the man sex is a game to the woman sex is life And now, for the man that has sex as game, you know what makes game interesting is you have two opponents playing the games together, and there is a scoring system, there is a reward system. You do all of those manipulations and maneuvers, and you score a goal, and then there is celebration, and you think that's all. No, you start all over again. You you change tactics, and then you score a goal, and there is celebration. That's what makes it fun, and that's the way it is as well. To so the man psychologically, that's the way he's wired. And that's why the man wants something new. Now, except we say that God is not the God of new things. He is. Otherwise, to talk about innovative sex is to say, changing the approach to sex, thereby in- introducing new things. Okay, that's another way I want to look at it from being innovative. Changing the approach to your sexuality by in- bringing in new dimensions or new things to it. Okay, behold I do a new thing. God is a God of new things. He loves doing new things. He loves changing things. Okay? And so there's nothing wrong if we change the template. E.g., I mean you 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 lie down on the bed as a wife, the man comes on top of you as a big hawk he prays on you and then that's it and you get up you shake up your body from under him and then you just move on you think oh that's it oh 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 you haven't entered into the world of sexual or marital sexual pleasure Uh, this might shock you but that's just the scientific truth the woman's erogenous zones is more than that of the man's erogenous zones by erogenous zone, we are talking about the points in the body that can trigger sexual pleasure when they are being touched. I mean, again, why would God do that? Why would God do that? If sex is just about just like that, open up your legs, you know, the man will just, you know, you understand, just open up and just go straight. Just go straight, don't turn, just go straight, then you get to the palace. <laughs> if sex is all about that, why would God put all those different erogenous, you know, places in the body e.g. like the nipples the the arola and the region around the breast itself is sensuous it, It's a tool for sexuality So if you are talking about innovative sex, then you should be talking about how to fondle the breast How to play with the breast differently not just entering into the straight gate the, behold narrow is the gate that leads to heaven you know that kind of stuff So if you take advantage of pleasure in the breast you are being innovative or instead of just having the woman lie down on the bed, the man comes on top of, of on top of her. She said, "Okay, let's give this a change, little bit. Let's change it the other way around. You come on top, and then I mean, maybe I'm going to talk about, about that video, but I just want to keep it for a while uh, until I, I take up a topic, or maybe I will take it up as a question. There was a video I saw over the week, and I was just like, wow, wow. I, I mean." This is just how some men of God are just confusing people out there. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about it. I was saying that uh, it's it's totally wrong for the woman to climb on top of the husband uh, during sexual intercourse. That God made, listen, that God made the man the head. (laughs) And so even that headship should be shown even during sex the man has to be the head he has to be on top <laughs> all right I, I don't want to go into that because i want to use a, a maybe a weekend to talk about that and certainly not now certainly not now maybe before i do that i'll try and share the video or if you so desire i can share the video with you first just have access to the video and uh, when i have the time i will talk about it but honestly let's look at it there is a place in the woman's body called the g-sport the g-spot is just a region just below the clitoris or along the clitoral hood which makes the woman have higher degree of sexual pleasure when that place is being touched or that place is being stimulated now one of the best sexual positions that stimulates that g-spot is the woman on top of the man because at that angle of the woman trusting on top of the husband that particular spot the g-spot is being, you know, um, directly contacted. Let me use the word. Or, um, um, you know, the stroking of the man' genital goes straight into that place and the woman fulfill more pleasure. And then you also understand why a lot of women easily climax just being on top in this position, which, of course, you will have it reversed if it's the other way around. All right? Now, the, the women, a lot of women will have it this other way. So you can imagine that by nature... Now, listen now, uh, by nature, that is even a dimension for the woman to enjoy more sex. Now, if that is not the case, nature would not have made it that way. Friends, what we are just saying about innovative sex is using your brain. Just tickle with something else a little bit. I, I wish I could talk more about pillow sex. Just sex or some of these they're part of the innovation it is the same thing but you're just giving it a different outlook you are trying to enhance it so that you just don't keep doing it one way over and you get tired what you do over and over again you get tired with it but when you innovate it it becomes something you can look forward to ah do you know what i was trying to rush things here but i just feel i shouldn't rush it I, I, let me do part 2 of this tomorrow, okay? Let, please, let me do part 2 of this tomorrow that way we'll be able to break this thing down much more and then understand please my brother that asked this question i probably let me do part two eh? because i have not talked about the fact that now the woman said um, to even talk about it to even talk and mention sex is, is canality. so i don't want to rush things i would ice the cake tomorrow with tomorrow's podcast please those of you who are having access to this for the first time please just watch out for tomorrow's edition i'm going to ice the cake and talk more about it. God bless you. Let's hold it here today. Let's share this audio with our friends. I'm sure there will be a lot to learn from this audio as well. In case you are joining us or having access to this audio for the first time, you can connect with us via WhatsApp number plus 26148, and we'll certainly get back to you. God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow Sunday. And until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. Don't forget, marriage care truly cares. Do have a great day and a great weekend ahead. Bye.